on In Radio and wherever you get your podcasts, I'm James Cridland, the radio futurologist. This week, Australian Radio's Christmas Time Sabotage. Yes, Christmas time is here again. Christmas is mostly baffling to me, it has to be said. Most of that bafflement comes from the weather. Because the Christmas songs on the radio are full of snow and cold, yet here I am sitting in 32-degree Brisbane heat at the moment in shorts and a T-shirt, wondering whether I should bite the bullet and turn the air conditioning on. The solar panels on the roof so far have generated 24 kilowatts of power already, and it's only half past two. I think I'm melting. The other bafflement comes from listening to the radio here in Australia, because... Well, in the UK, there are only two weeks when radio isn't being measured. This year, it's the 18th of December to the 31st of December, and every other week of the year, you're in survey. However, Australia, well, it's a bit different. Ratings finished on December the 9th, and they won't start again until January the 21st. So everyone takes the time off. And as a result, during these six long weeks, my radio is full of voices that I don't recognise. The local public radio station I listen to doesn't have a single voice on it at the right time. Breakfast is being done by somebody who normally does afternoon, so I listen to occasionally. The rest of the day is full of names I have never heard of. Reading call-in numbers I don't recognise. Calling the radio station a generic name. Being beamed in from studios many thousands of kilometres away. It is a completely different radio station. The commercial stations, well, they're still playing the same music they normally play, but different voices are playing it. And the well-known and high-budget breakfasts and afternoon drive shows, they've all disappeared. There's a suspicious growth of networked output here too. Many of my familiar voices won't be coming back either, even when we get to mid-January. December is the end of contract time, so great swathes of radio output will change anyway. I might recognise the breakfast voice on my local public station when he returns, accompanied by someone else for the first time. But the rest of the day has been totally shuffled around. The commercials too, by and large, have changed as well. New sounds on afternoon drive and breakfast show lineups have also been tweaked, as they were last year too, and the year before that. It's bewildering. This must kill the audience figures, a British radio person said to me. It doesn't appear to, with 86% of listeners listening just as much or more in the summer, according to the research from Commercial Radio Australia. 28% of young people say they listen to more radio in the summer. Now, I remember being told time and time again that consistency is the most important thing for a medium which is driven mainly by habit. It's a big risk to upset somebody's day by changing things. Yet here we are with six weeks of random, unfamiliar, non-local voices. I also remember being told that on holidays, you attract many different listeners trying different radio stations and day parts that they would normally try. This is the time to shine by showing just how good you sound across the rest of the day. It's mostly not the time to do special programming like all 80s weekends because you want to show what your radio station is famous for. Yet the very things that make radio famous in Australia seem to be missing. No other country appears to invest in radio talent the same way that Australia does. People like Kyle and Jackie O, Hamish and Andy, back next year as podcasters, Alan Jones, Steve Austin, Ray Hadley, Husey and Kate, all each in their own way captivating and astonishingly good radio. But no other country seems to deliberately sabotage its radio industry for six whole weeks every year, like Australia does, and seemingly get away with it. It's bewildering. But with that, best wishes of the season to you. I'll speak to you again in early January after my own ratings holiday. 
although my weekly newsletter and my daily podcast news continue as normal, because we're all still working, aren't we? Uh, the weekly newsletter is at james.crit.land. Nice spanking new website. It's very good. Uh, and daily podcast news is at podnews.net. And until next time, keep listening. <laughs>